good evening, and welcome to BulbaCast, episode 5 out of season 3. This is Satoshi Kun here with you this evening, and I have with me to bring you this wonderful cast, Mr. Archaic, the guy who runs all at BulbaGarden. Hey everyone, how's it going? I have Miss Kasumi, the lady who runs almost all, or maybe all, or most of all, at Bulba Garden as well. Hello. Also with us is the wonderful, fun-filled, informative, exciting, edible PPN Steve. Hey, everyone. How's it going? And we also have, from Bulba Garden, Mr. Square Coon, Jordan. Hi, Pokey Nerds. <laughs> and we are going to be the ones who bring you this wonderful Bulbacast this evening. Yay! Uh, it's good to be back on the air. How many weeks have we missed now because of my... Uh... The, the third third week we've missed. Soulful. Coming on to the fourth. Something like that. So we've Soulful. down three weeks, I believe. I believe. Yeah. We just so had all what? sorts of... Uh, yeah, we've had all sorts of fun, fuzzy... Ad- furry adventures that have kept us away from the Bulbacast. Um, I don't consider five assignments of postgraduate university fun. Mm, especially you don't want to know what I did last weekend. Now, Sato and his furriness, that's a whole different story that we probably shouldn't get into. Yeah, we yes. probably shouldn't, but that's why I wasn't here last Saturday. In any case... First order of business tonight, I believe, is uh, the most recent episodes. Mm. Yeah, the GPFs. Yep, yep. Oh, it's such a pity that we couldn't have Pi here to discuss these episodes. We we just know how Mm. crazy she'd go about Brock's... uh, How can we put this? Prominence in them, let's say that. Yeah. Oh. If it has to do with Brock, she's, she's all over. She's too busy, busy with uh, college work and such. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I just, yeah, I just like... had a strange idea for a fan art. Uh-oh. Uh, it doesn't actually have to be fan art. Well, we take a picture of Brock in an apron and we caption it, Can you smell what the Brock is cooking? <laughs> <laughs> of course, you have to make one of his eyes do the... Um... The rock eye thing, too. Anyway, to put a long story short on the Brock subplot there, uh, the girl was older than him, originally rejected him, saying she doesn't like younger guys. Changed her mind halfway through, and we've got an interesting screenshot with her looking at him with, like, hearts in her eyes. And then... After they lose to the Satoshi and Shinji uh, tag team pair, she leaves, uh, doesn't actually say goodbye to Brock, just like leaves a message with Nurse Joy to say bye to him or her, basically saying that she's not good enough for him and that she needs to train more. No, 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 no. Did you just (laughs) say uh, Satoshi and Shinji tag team together? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Yes, it was good, too. How did well, that happen? Uh, random draw. 
yeah, random drawing wow. contest of some sort. That's once again showing that this isn't just your ordinary rival. This is someone who's go- who's going to be bettering him. But then again, well, Ash and Gary have worked together as well in the past too. So yeah, but Shinji wasn't exactly working together with Satoshi. Oh no! Yeah. Yeah. He, really he even ordered his Pokemon to harm Satoshi's Pokemon. Well, not harm really? them so much as just not care that he happens to be in the way of the hyper beam. Oh man! Oh, is that what happened? Because um, I know when t- today, um, this week's episode opened up, I was kind of at a loss as to what happened that led yeah. up to that. You know? hmm. Um. Yeah. What I think so. I mean, leaving aside the whole plot of these episodes for a moment, what I think was really interesting is that we get to see this kind of character development from characters who you would have thought are basically going to be throwaways. Yeah. And I really get the feeling that uh, Takeshi's tag team partner and Hikari's tag team partner will both show up again later in the series and may even become semi-regulars. Oh, that would be cool, actually. Yeah, it's a possibility. I have the same feeling to me. I mean, uh, the girl just disappeared without saying any goodbyes like other characters in the right. previous episodes. So that left it open in a way. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Actually, that's a point. Any re- <clears throat> You don't tend to see long, drawn-out goodbyes with the recurring characters, mm-hmm. but you get that with uh, characters for days. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. That's interesting. Indeed. Yep, but, uh, I mean, just being cynical here, I wonder if it might be a bit of a cost-saving measure, Mm. and that's why they're doing so many recurrings. It's just that it is cheaper to hire one actor to do the part over a season than to hire a bunch of different actors to do a different voice every week. True. Well, it could be, but even if it was, I mean, it's better to have recurring characters than just a character of the day each episode that we will never see again. Well, we right. do need the character of the day still because that provides the plot challenge in addition to the overall plot, you know? Yeah. Well... The daily plot challenge or, or something, you know? Yeah, but Pokemon no, abuses like that. that. I mean, it's better to have someone we are familiar with and yeah. well, that have an ongoing is... plot. Yeah. Someone who's not Team Rocket. Yes. Right. Yeah, exactly. Team Rocket. Don't take me wrong. I love Team Rocket, especially James, but... Oh, yeah. Everybody loves They're James. overused. Yeah. We can I mean, actually they do... They their point, but, yeah, they're overused. Yeah. We could actually do with them not turning up in a few episodes or having an episode that is totally focused on them without... Uh, Satoshi and his group. Yeah, if they didn't yeah. do it every day, it might be different, but every episode is kind of old of the same thing happening. Basically. Oh, look, if, yeah. if we've got James and Meowth dressing up as Plessel and Mining again, that <laughs> would make my day. When, when Jesse and James do things 
that aren't what they normally do. They're fun. But when it's yeah. basically like what we've seen in all the fillers with characters of the day where they just try and capture whatever Pokemon yeah. get plus, it gets dull. Mm-hmm. And I just know I'm going to get flamed by Team Rocket fans for having said that. <laughs> True, but it does... It's too repetitive. It is. Indeed. I mean, you know... Skip skip Team Rocket uh, an episode or two. Actually, yeah, and, build and, up and the should... anticipation for their madness. You know, yeah. uh, they should make uh, Team Rocket centered episodes more often. Yes, they should do that they, too. They, they are great episodes. Yeah. And not just mm-hmm. having those background characters who want to steal a Pokemon of the day and mm. make make fools of themselves at the end of the episode. Mm. Yeah, some of the Team Rocket episodes are some of the most loved episodes there have been. Yeah. Like, go west young Meowth. Yeah. So. Or Sweet Baby James. <laughs> <laughs> I like the one where, um, where it was an early Kanto episode where James goes back to his family's house and Jezebel. he's going to be engaged. <laughs> yeah. It's only matrimony. That's she's cool. shown up. She's shown up oh. again since then yeah. once. Yes, Bell, yeah, and and, and she's shown was... up in a flashback as well again since yeah. then. Wasn't she mentioned in Sweet Baby James? He was meant. She was mentioned when he got his mud skipper, wasn't he? Mhm. Yeah, yeah. She was. Yeah, you know, T- Team Rocket really does have uh, quite a backstory. It's been said more of backstory than some of the main characters. Why don't we use them more often? Like, we know a little bit about Jesse's mom being older than... Yeah, you know, all of Ash's backstory is just speculation. Wasn't Jesse's mother part of Team Rocket as well? Didn't she, she, like, die trying to catch me or something like that? Yeah, she died in a mountain or... I think in the Andes. Yeah, actually, there's always been a lot of... Something like that was mentioned in the CD drama. Yeah, I remember hearing all that. Actually, we probably should just clear up there, because I know there's actually been confusion about this in the past. Uh, Jesse's mother is not Madame Boss. Two separate characters. Ah. it's a good thing to know. Now, I'm not sure if Madame Boss was actually Giovanni's mother, or if she... Yeah, it was. She was Giovanni's mother, and... Um, Miyamoto was the name of Jess's mother. So it's Ash's grandmother? What? As <laughs> someone <didn't>. speculates. <laughs> uh, well, actually, I guess the reason Team Rocket have so much of a backstory compared to Ash's group is simply because they're older. Perhaps, and maybe because that helps people understand why they do what they do. Yeah. Because you already know Ash is just trying to be a Pokemon master, but... You know, why people wonder, why do the bad guys do the bad things they do? Now, having and said providing... that, I would... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Well, having said that, even though we've got this huge amount of backstory about Team Rocket, I would love to see them fulfill the promises they originally had for Jolto and give us some information on Ash's father. Oh... That would be nice. I mean, if His they're not going to... Rogue. We all know that. <laughs> well, no. Because, <laughs> I mean, 
we don't know that there's, there's been this huge thing in the ship of fandom that, I mean, it originally started that we considered Oak and uh, Delia as having an, in, like, an adulterous relationship. That, that's how it all started. It's only in the mm. last year mm. or two that, well, I guess the last three or four years now, that it's become, oh, he's Oak's father. We used to think he's, like, he's... Ash's father. Ash's future stepfather. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Like, there's a song in the Pokemon Christmas Bash where it talks about um, Mom in her bed and Mr. Mom in my cap, and I think Professor Oak was there, too. Oh, my huh? God. Oh, great. God, no! <laughs> okay. I've got to hear that. No comment. Oh, wouldn't that be from the uh, Night Before Christmas? Yes, that was it. They, they mentioned Professor Oak was there, too. Yes, that's what Ash no! does. <laughs> With Mom her kerchief and Mr. Mom in my cap, and I think Professor Oak was there, too. That's it. <laughs> that's great. I think Professor Oak was there, too, myself. <laughs> but that's beside the point. <laughs> Actually, I'd be interested to know... If nothing else, when Ash's father left, because any time we've seen pictures of like Ash's a child or whatever, his father's never been there, and it's like he must have left either before Ash was born or while yeah. he was very very young. Right. And what about Misty's Possible? parents? Uh, um. We don't know anything, actually. We just know she has Not three sisters. How old are her sisters? A bit older than she is. I mean, I'm right, guessing your sisters are um, in there. Like, but... Should we move on, or do we want to keep on on this uh, vein here? Maybe we should move back to the topic of the um, the actual episodes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well... Um, I guess what we should firstly say here is basically, um, damn it, I don't know. It's a tag team battle. It's a tournament. There we go. It's a tournament. Yeah. When was the yeah. last time we actually saw a tournament? It's been Good a while. Question. Quite a while. A while. I mean, nearly. Last one was the uh, Evergrande tournament. Hmm. Back in AG. So let's have more of these, damn it. Yep. Hmm. Yes. And we it like tournaments. And, and it gives them the opportunity to use more recurring characters. Indeed. Yeah. Plus we get to see decent battles. Yes. Yeah. And Speaking you know, of which, Gregor's move against that Dodaidos was very, very cool. One wonderful thing about Pokemon is that unlike Dragon Ball Z... These battles don't carry out for months. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Yeah. yeah, the longest battle lasts for about two episodes, I think. Yeah, that's nice. And that's only because they did a cliffhanger so that the fans would be all anticipating next week. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. It's uh, yeah. It's not like a soap opera where they keep on living with cliffhangers and each episode you think it's going to resolve and that doesn't end up resolving until, like, three months afterwards. I guess that's how they sell their show. Oh, indeed. And 
thankfully, Pokemon doesn't go showing you every single intermediate battle along the way that really has no importance to the overall storyline. Right. It used to, in a way, though, back in Indigo. Well, they would do flashes, and that's about it. Well, Ash always is getting into all these different battles. You know, just little, fight, you know, just random fights with uh, everyone he came across. Yeah, but I, I think now the battles aren't the primary focus. Yeah, Whereas which is a good thing. The story, the plot line, uh, the character development is it seems to be a lot more um, in focus. For yeah, at least in DP. that's one of the I things they're really that... carrying to uh, DP now, which is good. I think part of the reason for that is because uh, Pokemon fandom is growing up. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, take take the recent. Uh, poll we've started doing on Bulba Garden. Uh, we basically took the old age poll, revamped it. And we're finding out that most of the people on there uh, on Bulba Garden right now are 16 and over. Cool. Yeah. Well, I started watching and playing when I was 6 and I'm 15 now, so... Yeah. Six, about 16 to 25 seems to be the big age bracket. Right well, now, you everybody uh, grow, like, growing up with it. Yeah, I mean, maybe that's just on Bulba Garden because fair enough. Uh, we're pretty probably average bit... on PC too. Yeah, I mean, probably Cerebi's not on probably uh, Cerebi, lower. Yeah, yeah, probably a whole lot lower. We're yeah, but, on uh, Cerebi's. Yeah, but yeah. Smogan, yeah. Poker Gym, they're probably about similar to us too. Yeah, yep. Smogun might be a little bit older. I don't know. It seems like they're mostly college age, but I'm sure there are some people under, you know, under 18 there as well. Yeah, yeah but you'll so, find most of your competitive battlers are in the upper teenage to lower 20s. Yeah. Because I mean, they have the time to kill during, you know, long... Well, they're the ones who already started playing when they were younger and... Have gotten to the go. point where yeah, where they want more out of their game, right? Just mm-hmm. yeah, the whole fandom in general, while it's still drawing in new, you know, younger fans. Fortunately, we have there. SPP for those. <laughs> Perhaps we should get back to the episode again. <laughs> um, okay, it's a tournament. They're competing for bells, basically, and yeah, that sound like uh, wind chimes. Yeah, turns out originally Satoshi and Takeshi were planning to be a tag team, but we don't hear about that again because we find out, oh, they're random teams, they don't even comment about that. And they pair up, so you got Brock with this older girl. Konoha? Is, yep. Or Konoka. A, uh, uh, Konoka, I think it is, who's originally standoffish. You've got Hikari with this. Kohei. Kohei, who's originally kind of scary to her, though they become much closer friends later. And, of course, Satoshi with Shinji, and it's, like, totally hostile from the start. Um, Long story short, all three get into the finals. Um, We don't actually see most of Hikari's team's matches. Um basically because, well, they get straight through the final against Satoshi and Shinji. Um, initially, 
Well, actually, no. I'll, I'll put it this way. It seems like being together with that nerdy guy for that tournament actually taught Hikari a bit more about battling because they were using tactics there. They planned their fight against Satoshi and Shinji. And if Elibu hadn't evolved... Yes, there's another bit of news there. If Elibu hadn't evolved, they probably would have won it. Probably. Perhaps. Which says a lot, actually, for that nerdy guy's skill, that he would have been able to pull off a victory against Elibu and Hikozaru. Nerdy guy? What, Misty is in the, in the anime now? What? Actually, the first thing I thought when I saw that nerdy guy was, it's the guy who gives you advice before you go into gyms. Oh, snap. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Hello, champion making. <laughs> Hello, Pokemon noob. This is a cold gym. Make sure you have something warm. I like him. He makes me yeah. feel... Hello, five-year-old who can't actually read this anyway. You're fighting <laughs> against a water type. Shock them with electricity. You don't understand why that would work, but trust me, it does. Or drain them with yep. grass types. <laughs> I wish you would... I'm sorry to all the five-year-old trainers who are listening to this. Yeah, we're sorry. I'd really like to see him in the <laughs> anime. That'd be cool. <laughs> that would. <laughs> well, I think Inishida was originally meant to be something like that character. Inuyasha? Inishida. <laughs> In English? Inishida. That's a Scott. Inishida. Oh, Scott. There you go. Oh. I kind of keep missing the point of the episode, so I'll only say one last thing about it. Hikozaru, yes. Shinji throws him away, thinking he's too weak after he repeatedly, basically, gets him beat up. And he joins Satoshi. Yay! Yeah, that's kind of how uh, Satoshi he got his Charizard. No, oh, I love his Charmander. I want it back. Yeah, the, yeah, the Charmander was another throwaway Pokemon. So does Ash get his Fire Pokes as throwaways? Was Torkoal a throwaway? No, I remember Cyndaquil was a wild Pokemon. Hmm. Yeah, but and with all Pokemon... Haven't all his fire Pokemon been ones who were initially thought to be underpowered and then got wildly stronger for whatever reason? Well, they actually got the proper training. Yeah, I'm just thinking how much of a rehash of, say, Charizard might Hikazaru be? Could you imagine Hikazaru as Infernape get it? Ooh, now there's an idea. Hikazaru is Infernape and does pulls a Charizard and rejoins Shinji. Aww, no, oh, no, don't say that. <laughs> what if he gets mad and gets revenge on Shinji? And because Ooh. I know I someone so. who's <laughs> listening to this and because I know someone who's listening to this cast is going to interpret it that way, I'm not saying that will happen. That's just random speculation. Stop yes. saying that my random speculation is my predictions. It's not. It There's one person on the Bulba Garden forums who keeps doing it, and you mm. know who he is, and it ticks me off. Let's take him out and flog him. 
We don't have to do that. Our forum members do that every day anyway. That's why we oh. keep him around. He's a nice chew toy. Back on topic again. Yes. That would be yeah. fairly cool if Hikazaru did kind of pull a Charizard in the future. But yeah. we'll have to see how... Well, I was hoping he would have evolved, but that would have been cool. But Actually, yeah. no, no, I think... I, I think it's I going mean, to evolve, but not just now. I, I, I thought after it was watching the, yeah. um, the what was that, Electra uh, Buzz or Electric Kid or whatever that thing is. Elibu. Elikid. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, I'm using Japanese name. Elikid, fine. Japanese name, that doesn't matter. Uh, when it evolved, and uh, I thought thought he was going to evolve in his next turn, too, because he was just staring at him. And cool. Just, oh, it's so awesome. Well, maybe. I was hoping he would this episode, but I guess not. All right. You know, I just thought of something here, and this might actually give credence to those people predicting a Breezel A-Pom trade. A lot of Satoshi's Pokemon in this season, you could relate them very closely to the Pokemon he caught back to Encanto. You've got Mukuboto with... Pidgeotto, you've got, uh, what is it, the English name, Turtwig? Yeah, Turtwig. Very, yeah. very close comparison with Bulbasaur with the whole protecting Pokemon thing. Weasel with its whole too cool for you, I'm so great thing. Uh, Squirtle without the sunglasses. Yeah. Ash has a Weasel. No, but if you Not did yet, get... but apparently it's going to get... Oh. A lot of people for some people. think he will. There's an episode oh. upcoming which is like Weasel and Apom respective roads. I don't remember... I think that's something like the name. I can't remember the exact name. Yeah, mm. I think that's a title. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people think that means that they might trade those Pokemon. Some people think it means that both those Pokemon are going to leave... Be that too. Some actually. people think it's just going to be character development of those Pokemon. Who knows? Um, well, we'll find out. Yeah, but I mean, he but if it is afraid that would fit your theory, and Ash is just kind of redoing his original team, but with newer In which updated case, Pokemon. We need a bug. Maybe yeah. we'll get his hair cross back. No, <laughs> or maybe he will get. It'll be a new bug. I should know this. I'm always playing bug Pokemon. What's the new bug in this version? I don't know. I don't play bug Pokemon. I oh. beat Red Blue with a Cricket Tot and Cricket Tune. six bugs. But, but now she has a Cricket Tune. Yeah, now she has a Cricket No, it has to be one that none of the other trainers typically will have hmm. or haven't had yet. Maybe we'll get a Yen and fall into Yen Mega. Oh, come on. What? Yeah. So many things happened in this episode. Watch it. It's great. We don't want to spoil too much of it for you, though we probably have already spoiled all the big Oh, ones. yeah. This is an episode that you will kill us for all these spoilers, and you will be happy that we didn't spoil anything else for you. And also, yeah, next still... week's episode, or I don't know if... Yes, it's next week's episode, uh, Chim Charles Tears. Wow. I think it's going to be a great episode, too. Cool. 
Wait, wait, so what's the next episode going to have exactly? Oh, well, it's supposed to be Team Char getting used to uh, living with Ash and the other Pokemon and training, and apparently there's a Sangus um, pack oh, yeah. attacking yes. them, and Ash protects Chimchar from them. Yep. And Ooh. the Zangoose thing will Good. make sense to you if you've watched this week's ep, because it's backstory for uh, Hikozaru, and it, that really confused me when you said Chimchar. I had to think for a little while before I realized which Pokemon you were talking about. Too used to the Japanese names. <laughs> and that'll about do it for this episode. Wow. Now that was quite interesting. A whole bunch of stuff happened in those episodes. And, well, while we weren't able to tell you about everything, you'll find out as soon as you watch. But now that brings us to what we consider to be the fun-filled, exciting, informative, and whatever the heck it is, Question of the Week. With Satoshi Kun. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Question of the Week. And, as usual, as always, of course, somehow, someway, it's me, Satokun here, reading off the answers to the questions. And the questions were, for the anime question, what is your favorite opening and or ending? Specify language, country, whatnot. Also, for the game question, what's the most useless Pokemon battle? Excluding Love Desk, because, well, Love Desk already sucks. Okay, so we shall get on, right on, right along, right along, right on with that, right away. We have Pikachu Trainer as the first answerer of the week. And Pikachu Trainer says, favorite opening endings for Pokemon would be Japanese, Spurt for the opening, and Kimi no Sobade pop-up version for the ending. And for English, this dream, and for the ending, well, stupid 4Kids slash PUSA never bothered to make endings, he says. Well, it's true. And, well, the most useless Pokemon, he says, would be Feebas, because, well, it's plain boring just trying to evolve the thing. It's got worthless base stats, and, well, it looks just plain stupid. True that. So, we'll go right along, right along, and let's see here, right along with Blaziken EX, who says they love the Advanced Challenge theme, and, well, the game? Unknown. It can only use hidden power. Yeah, Unknown does suck. <laughs> now, let's get right along, we got Pokeyug, that's the person's name, Pokeyug, Y-U-G, Yug. Whatever that means, for the anime question says their favorite theme is Advanced Battle. And, well, they think it's last good English theme anyway. And for the game, Magic Crap, I mean Magic Carp. It can hardly do anything until it evolves. Good point. And then there's Big Donkey 1, and no Big Donkey 1, you may not change your vote. 
Big Donkey One says they have no idea about the theme song, they just remember Movie 3 having the best in his opinion. For the game? Huh? Nospass. That's what he typed, Nospass. I think he means Nosepass. Could never figure out the whole high defense, no attack thing. Hmm. Now let's move right along to Archer 9234. 9234923492342 Okay. Um for them it's Advanced Adventure Japan and I am unbeatable for the um United States English theme whatnot. Most hated Pokemon is, well, ditto. Yeah, it can transform, but they'd like to use it as itself and not just be stuck with transform. Transform more than meets a ditto. Okay. Now, we'll move right along with Nagrom. Nagrom says, for the English theme, they like Master Quest and Battle Frontier as they are the only good English ones in their opinion. For the Japanese, they don't usually watch Japanese episodes, but the ones they have watched together and Hikari's theme are the best. Now, for the game question, Iglybuff and its family of useless pre-evos, Iglybuff, 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 I, I hate that name. But, um, including Happini, Cleffa, Pichu, and Azuril, Azuril, whatever, are definitely the most useless of all. They think it's a combination of their overcute image and their sucky base stat totals, and, well, it makes them fall firmly into the so useless it isn't even funny category. In other words, cape those out of the game, just stick to making plushies of them. Okay? <laughs> Alright, now we have Combat God, Raiolu, Raiolu, Riolu. Something. Anime question would be, the answer would be, they like the Japanese Battle Frontier opening. It's got a good beat. It's really catchy too. Hey! Okay, for the game question, they say anything or any why not below level 15 is hardly useless which at 15 is where it gets its trademark attacks. Leveling it is a pain, and it doesn't learn a single damaging move. Splash, Encore, and Charm, that's it. Well, that's their vote. Now we have Siliva. Siliva. Siliva? Siliva. Let me just say that. Next we have Saliva, with the anime question being their favorite Japanese opening would be Battle Frontier, and for the dubs, Season 8. And the game question, most useless would probably be Beldum. Beldum, however it's pronounced. That's all they can think of right now. It only knows Take Down, if they recall correctly. And now we have Steel and Ice Rule, with the anime question, in, they enjoy the Jojo Champions and Battle Frontier opening for the English, and for Japanese, they love Spurton together. For the game, Smeargle. We just don't like each other. Remembers having bad experience involving Smeargles. Oh. Aww. Okay. Then we have Thunderdash, who says that they like the Japanese advanced theme. It's cool. And for the game, they hate Slaking. Or Slaking. Slaking. They just don't like it. And now we have Tori, who says that for their favorite anime openings, closings, whatnots, for the Japanese, I Won't Lose, Haruka's theme, the Japanese opening from Battle Frontier, and the Japanese opening from the last bit of the Hoenn series. 
And for English, their favorite opening was This Dream. For the game question, um, they think that Del Caddy was a complete waste of a moonstone. Their personal opinion? That was the most useless Pokemon in battle. Hey. And now we have Lord Koki, whose favorite opening is Master Quest. And, well, a ditto on ditto for the most useless poke from this one. And that brings us right along to Empoleon Dynamite, who says that their least favorite poke for battling was Quillfish. So terrible that they forgot it existed until they recently saw it in the wild. And, well, their favorite dub is Some Sort of Song Goes Pokemon Mon Mon with dance music. I think that Drake had his Pokemon dance to it in the Orange Islands. And now we have Master Ryan X, whose favorite opening is the... Oh, eight, whose favorite opening is the Japanese opening, 8 Battle Frontier. Good song. For the game, uh, probably unknown in terms of battle. And next, we move right along to C-A-A-T, which means cartoonists are artists, too. So true. They say that for the anime openings, it's a toss-up between Spurt and the special opening they did for the Pokemon's 10th anniversary in Japan with the orchestrated music. Just brilliant. As for the ending, well, since they're not done in the dub, why, I ask you, why? They rather liked Glory Day and that old ending with Ash slash Misty slash Brock dancing in kimonos. Anyone remember that one? I remember that episode. Um, for the game question, the most useless Pokemon has to be Shininda. Shininda? Shidinja. 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 One sec, let me try to get this right. Shadinja. If your opponent knows what it's weak against, well, you're toast. The thing only has one hit point after all. <laughs> Shuren Fubuki says for the uh, anime question, they admit they like a lot of the Japanese openings. Rival, Spurt, Together 2007 are some of their personal favorites. Also, Pokemon Symphonic Medley is, Melody is Love. As for Japanese endings, they like uh, Pokemon Ondo. That and most of the Japanese movie endings are good too, eh? except Lovely Boy. For some reason, that song just gets on their nerves. Game? Huh? Magikarp, of course. <laughs> well, all Pokemon have some sort of use, eh? even the King of Carp, but still, Magikarp's useless. Mostly. And now we have Absol Trainer, who says that the Japanese opening sung by Rika Matsumoto is their favorite. They think that she has a great singing voice and, well, the guitar solo and background chorus were amazing. Also loved the Johto region and the Johto Pokemon, so yeah, they liked that song. Worst battle Pokemon? Huh, unknown. A lot of people say unknown. I completely wholeheartedly have to agree with that, though. Yeah, it's one, that is one of the more useless pokes in the games. And now we have Beta Gold, who says, most useless poke? Any Uber at all. Hear them out. Well, <clears throat> the fuck, let's redo that. Beta Gold says, well, the most useless Pokemon would have to be any Uber. Sure, they're ultra powerful, but, well, you can't use them in competitive battling or everyone starts whining. Other than that, they never saw the point of Politoed except for just being another Dex entry. Kah. Now, Wolfhorn says, for the game question, Abra, because all it can do is bloody teleport until it evolves. Then last but not least, we have Feral, Feral Gator. 
themes they like would be Believe in Me and Unbeatable and, well, useless for the games, Abra. Again, hey! Well, that about wraps it up for this week's question of the week. And, well, I hate to say this, but the question of the week is going to be taking a bit of a break for a while because I've got a new work schedule and it really, really disrupts things with recording questions of the week and actually finding the time to do this. So, well, it'll be back eventually, hopefully, but... I just have to put it on hold for right now. Sorry, guys, but thank you for making the question of the week a fun thing. And eh, we'll get back together again sometime soon and have some more fun. Hey, but until then, well, you guys ought to consider being call-ins. We'll try to get some of you guys in next time we have a chance to do some good call-ins. And until then, <laughs> bye-bye. Wow, as usual, that was a fun-filled, exciting, and something question of the week, man. That blew yeah. my mind, dude. But, alas... Oh, we want to thank everyone for your questions. Too, yeah, no, of And always. after waiting the uh, extra weeks to get them on the air. Yes. Uh, <laughs> we didn't, didn't really anticipate the uh, long delay between the, the casts here, but, you know, stuff happens. and Sometimes longer is better. Earlier, you know. One thing I wanted to ask people if they could please do. Um, now, some of you have already oh, yes. done this, which is great, but uh, we'd really like to ask that people turn off ad blockers on Volba Garden, like add us to your whitelists. Um, we may soon uh, actually have paid advertisements from a certain company going up, and uh, frankly, it's going to be fairly rude to them if they aren't getting their money's worth um, and yeah that is all Pokemon related so don't worry there um, serve it from your own server that way they can't block it as easily yeah but basically look we know a lot of you hate ads and that's why you're using Firefox and Adblock and whatnot. but Bulbagun really does need money to run the server um, yeah. Last week we have actually had some problems coming up. Uh, it's looking like we're going to have to upgrade the RAM again uh, oh, for the no. next couple of weeks until we've got a. Well, at least that's not going to be too much. It's only going to be like a hundred US dollars until the end of our contract. Okay. Uh, so that's not going to be too bad. But it, I mean, as things mm. are now, we are going to be very, yeah. very tight when it comes. To to the next uh, upgrade of the server. Uh, the new ads that we've got on Bulbapedia are bringing in a good amount of money, and please keep clicking on those whenever you see something that interests you because that really helps us. But um, it's not going to bring in enough by the time uh, our current server contract runs out, which is in two months. After that, when we've got like six months 
our minimum before we've got to pay again, we'll have enough. That shouldn't be a problem. But this time we yeah. started like two or three months after the contract had started with these Bulbapedia ads, and it's probably not going to get there in time. So we do need your help. And I don't want to have to do another donation drive if I can avoid it. So please, if you see anything on the adverts, especially the ones on the forums, and new ones which have just gone up today, uh, these aren't paid ones, these are still Google ones. Um, if you see anything you like, please click on them. It helps. And I hope that doesn't violate any of our Google terms and conditions. <laughs> It will actually be updating that Play Asia thing at the top of our forums in the next few days, probably. Cool. Uh, just so you know, anything in that Play Asia one, we don't get money for you clicking. We get stuff for you buying things on Play Asia. So we will try to link you to any Pokemon merchandise on there that goes up that we think's cool. But almost but, all the ones on there are sold out except for the games. Um, yeah, that's because we haven't updated it yet. Oops. Oh, okay. Uh, Oop. That's why I said we'll be doing that soonish. Yeah. Cool. Yay! So actually, if you've seen any Pokemon merchandise uh, in real life or on the net, and you've bought it, mm -hmm. uh, please feel free to write a product review and send it into Bulba News. We will be putting those up. So, can I write a product uh, review about my Palkia candy dispenser? Yes. <laughs> if you've really got one, yes. I really have one. That's yes. <laughs> somewhat <laughs> scary. <laughs> yeah, I, can, uh, I've seen it. Picks <laughs> now. Okay, moving along. Um, you know that. I guess yeah. it's about time now. Yeah, that's why I'm about to go. Let's there. just say goodbye. So yeah, that yeah, let's just say so yeah, that was quite the question week, but unfortunately now we have to say goodbye. And well, this is me here, me Satoshi Kun here, reminding all of you not to let your Pikachu shock you, and to keep your Pidgeys flying in a straight line or a curvy line or however you want it, man. And well, <laughs> stay neuter your Psyducks. They'll they'll really thank you for it. <laughs> Especially, yeah. Silly duck. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, stay new to your Bye, everybody. Now. Yeah, goodbye. Jane Mina, Jane Mina. Until later, my lovely yeah. Dragon Nerd links. Jana Mina, ask the client. Ciao, Bambino. Ciao, Bambino. Bye.